0: hey guys welcome to another podcast with neck roots i'm kid james austin davis and uh today what are we talking about uh, i don't know what are we talking about today kid you know what well, there's lots to talk about i was actually doing something interesting um i was going back through some of our old episodes and we've got 70 something right
1: oh yeah dude we got a lot 60 something i think
0: and i was just yeah. i was just taking some time and going back through and you know it's 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 interesting to go back and see where you started and where you ended up, right? Yeah. Um if you don't know where you've been, you don't know where you're going. Sure? Right? Yeah. And so I was just plugging through and I started back at 1 and I started what I realized by the time I got to the 10th one I was like, man, there's some juice in this in 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 each episode. There's some really important things and if you're anything like me, so we go to a movie and I'm Dude, it's been like this for a minute. I don't know what's wrong with yeah. the front part of my brain, <laughs> but I might need to have it checked. But we'll go to a movie, and we'll see this movie. I'll be like, that's a good movie. And we'll roll out of there and talk about the movie for 10 minutes. Two weeks later, if it comes out on rent, and we, and we queue it up because my son hadn't seen it, you know, he yeah. wasn't with us, and uh, we watch the exact same movie. yeah, <laughs> Different location, same movie. Different location, yeah. right? We're watching it at home. And... uh I'll say, have I seen this movie? (laughs) Legit. My wife will be like, babe, we just went to this movie. Like, we saw it in the theaters less than a month ago. And I'll be like, this exact one? This one? And she'd be like, yeah, this one, dummy. (laughs) Oh my gosh, man. And then she goes, when, just watch for a minute. You'll get it. Yeah. I don't get it. (laughs) It's all new. (laughs) There's a few that I can remember, you know. Yeah. The good ones, like Rocky. Oh, sure. Yeah, you, you can't know, forget those. Where the Red Fern Grows. and Oh, yeah. The the Man from Snowy River.
1: Oh, those good ones. Just good
0: ones. Yeah. I can remember them.
1: Yeah.
0: But like Transformers or something, I'm watching them. There's so many of them. Yeah. Freak, I don't remember. I know who Bumblebee is, oh, but yeah. what episode? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And so given that that's the way my brain works, I'm like, you know what? This is – there's some good stories and some very good, powerful powerful and and, and hope-fulfilling um stories and just comments and, and content, if you will, yeah. and some of those episodes. And even though we're the ones that did them, I'm like, man, that was good. You know, and it, it, lif- it lifted me. And, and I thought, you know what? We should do a throwback just to a few of our select stories. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I'm- Cause there's,
1: there's dozens, man. There's yeah. dozens. And, and for me, sometimes the second time you hear something, you get something different out of it. You do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think it's important. I mean, if it was important then and you listen to it months later, I mean, it, we're we're talking 8 9 months ago. I'm listening to stuff that's 8 9 months ago. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that's good. I'm going to make a plaque that says. That. And I'm like, you know what? Instead of that, we should uh take the opportunity to do something different. You know, different is good. Yeah. And and throw some of these stories back at you because you know what, if you've heard them once and you're anything like me, hearing them the second time, you're going to get something different like you said. Yeah. Or it's going to mean something different to you because you're at a different place in your life. But yeah, all of it's just to build hope and keep you pushing forward. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, so we want to throw it back to episode one. Yeah. Right? Let's go all the way back there because there was, there was some kickers in that one. Yeah, there yeah. was. And you know yeah. what?
0: This uh, There's a story about my buddy's hunting dog. And you know what? Watch this. Watch yeah. this with us, man. This one's good. All right. There was a
1: story that I'm reminded of, Kit, and you told me this story um a little while ago, um about a dog, a wounded oh, yeah. dog,
0: right? Yep. So <clears throat> Jack Christensen uh told me this story about his hunting dogs and he he loves hunting dogs. And it actually goes to along with what we're talking about here. And and, and you know here at the Neck Root Trance we got we got some we got hunting we got a dogs. Pups. Yeah, we yeah. got some dogs. We got hunting dogs, so we like hunting dogs. Um and so this story really resonated with me and and it brought it home and, and, and Jack, he's, he loves hunting dogs. And so he's raising these hunting dogs and he has this hunting dog and, and, you know, you go through a few dogs, but when you get that dog that is just born to hunt, that's his mission in life. That's what he does. He is born to please his master and hunt. He was so excited about this dog. And so I remember he tells his son-in-law about this dog. He says, man, this dog is so good. He goes, this dog is better than any dog I've ever had. I come home from work. That dog is just sitting there waiting for me. He's so excited. He'll do whatever I tell him. I've had him out on the field and I've had him on the birds. He's got a soft mouth. He's every command, every command I give him is spot on, right? He carries out his mission of what he was born to do and what he was become to do, right? Yeah. Flawlessly. He says, I can't wait till you see this dog hunt. So- They plan a trip out to the, out to the fields and they go to this hunting club and all the way there, the son-in-law, he's kind of a clown and he's, you know, teasing, teasing his father-in-law going, Jack, this dog, this dog ain't going to hunt. Watch. He's probably going to go out there and lay down and lick his paw and da, da, da. (laughs) And so he's like, oh, you're in for a surprise, son. You wait. I'm going to point and that dog's going to motor out there and do exactly what he's commanded to do. And so they get out there in the fields. They get to the hunting club, and he goes, I'm going to go in, and I'm going to see what field we're on. And he let his dog jump out and run around and use the bathroom and da-da-da. Normally, he never lets his dog do that. You always got to keep him on a leash. But this dog's so good that he let him go. So he's running around, and then he gets what field they're in, what birds they're on, and he comes back, and he says, all right, get in the truck. Dog didn't want to jump in the truck, and he goes, get in the truck. I mean, when he so much as started the sentence of getting the truck before dog got in the truck, so he wasn't responding well. And so he, you know, helped him into the truck and then he drove out to their field and he's like, okay, opens the kennel, get out of the truck. And dog didn't want to get out of the truck. And so he had to kind of coax him out of the truck. And the son in law's like, Oh, here we go. Yeah, right?
1: thought he had him. Thought yeah. he had him. He's like, Yeah, eating yeah, you crow. Your yeah. your hunting dog won't even get out of the truck.
0: And and Jack's going, What is going on, dude? This I've yeah. been out here several times training this dog and this dog's spot on and stays right by I mean, stays right by him. He's a very obedient dog. So they get out to the field and they're at the edge of the field and he's giving the dog commands and the dog's not responding at all. And he goes, You know what, guys, I don't know what's going on. This has never happened before. Why don't you guys go back to the clubhouse? Give me a minute to work with the dog. Maybe it's because there's a crowd here. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. Sure. He was embarrassed. I could imagine. And so he gets mad at his dog and and they're walking along the fence line and there's a bird that someone shot that maybe they forgot to pick up. So he gave him the command to go down and get the bird. And he had to be very stern and give him another, you know, a couple. He had to say it a couple of times. Dog didn't want to go. Dog's like, Mm-mm, not today, buddy. So. Finally, he makes him go get it, and that dog brings that bird up and just drops it by his feet and collapses, like lays down. He goes, that's it. We're going home, right? So grabs the bird, goes back to the truck, tells him to get in the truck, won't get in the truck, won't jump in the truck. Man. And, and that dog used to be like Michael Jordan. He'd jump from the foul line to get in the truck. I mean, the dog <laughs> was in it to win it, right? Yeah. So he picks him up and kind of, you know, roughly puts him in his kennel and goes and gets this, his brother in law and his friends, and they drive home. They heckle him for 45 minutes on the way home.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure it was a hard ride. Oh, on, dude, he took, he
0: took a bath. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. So they're poking him hard, and, and, and he gets home, and he does what he always does when he gets home, and that is he brushes his dog down, checks for ticks or burrs or whatever, right? So he's rubbing his hands on his dog, and he feels something wet as he gets under the belly, and it is blood. And oh man. The, and this dog's bleeding. And there's a six inch gash and it was deep. You know, and and long and deep. It was bad. This dog's bleeding profusely. And so just imagine how Jack felt, right? Here's this dog that used to do so obedient, did everything he was supposed to do, right? And he's not following any of his commands. He doesn't know what's wrong. So he's getting mad. His first reaction, he's getting mad and he's embarrassed. Those are his first two emotions, you know, and he, and he's angry yeah, and humiliated. So he takes him to the vet and the vet checks him out and, and Jack's like, is he going to be okay? Is he going to be okay? He goes, this wound is so deep that we can't stitch it up. And he said, why not? He said, this wound's so deep that if we stitch it up from the outside, it'll never heal properly. And this dog will always have issues and it'll always be vulnerable to, you know, to be cut open there. It'll be yeah. a weak spot. So this dog needs to heal from the inside out. Wow. And, and he goes, what do, I, what do I do? How do I care for my dog? Yeah. And so he told him how to care for his dog. He takes him back home, and that that dog just had to kind of, he was on. Take it easy for yeah, a long time. Yeah. He was on bed rest. The interesting thing about this story, Austin, is we look at the world when people aren't doing what we want them to do or people are performing badly or according to our expectations yeah according to the world's expectations um they're not a bad person yeah they're not behaving badly because they want to right they're wounded yeah and that's the truth and the interesting thing about this story is we need to heal from the inside out yeah right we take the pressures we take the popular media's um direction and and whatever's trending and whatever's hip or whatever's cool da, da 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 and that's from the outside in. Yeah. But when we truly get real with ourselves and we remember our roots, we have to heal from the inside out. So this is the thing. If you got kids, coworkers, people around you um and they are and they're acting, instead of pointing it out or bullying them or making fun of them, guess what? They're wounded, man. Yeah, they need they need to plug into the power station. They need help. They need healing, and so when we talk about this, Austin, it's such a big deal. And it's man, it hits home for me because there is so many pressures and so much noise in this world, right? Yeah, um, and they're telling us, and 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 just look around; they're telling us what direction we should be going. And it seems like just we don't even respond. We just we're just going. Yeah. I mean, I was on the freeway the other day in my truck. I'm looking around, and all these dudes are riding shotgun in their own trucks, and they don't even know where they're going. They're just going wherever the world's trying to tell them to go. Yeah, right? yeah, it does make a lot of sense. All decide. Yeah, right. They need to. We need to decide. So we need to take our power back. Remember our roots. And does it doesn't matter who drives? No, it doesn't. But yeah. it does matter who drives. You. Yeah. Right.
1: Absolutely, and I'm reminded, you know, as as we talk about this healing from the inside out, right? And I think all of us have been there at one time or another, or maybe we're there right now, right? Um, is that the world is a hard place to to be to be in and to heal yourself? The world uh, teaches you to carry your grief around, to carry your shame around, right? And that was our 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 first episode yeah. here is about being different, which we talked about a little bit, yep. getting back to your roots and being true to yourself, but also shedding our shame which the world will teach you to be ashamed of so many things, right? Yeah. I think of uh, like a, an example would be when you're a little kid and you walk around in your diaper and you don't even think like it, there, there's no shame as, no. as a little kid walking around in your diaper or whatever. But as an adult, there's no way you're going to walk around. Uh, in, you're not going to walk around in a diaper <laughs> as an adult, but you're not going to walk around in your underwear. And I think, you know, it's not appropriate, but for, for the sake of the example here is that The world will teach you and will groom you to be ashamed of who you are and what you've done. And then the world will require you to carry that around and let that define yourself. And I think the most important thing that we can do is we're healing from the inside out. We've got to get rid of that shame. We've got to be able to forgive ourselves and we've got to let those things go and like you said earlier, right, become a better us tomorrow than we are today and we do that a little bit at a time. Yeah. Um but that's uh, that story really reminded me of of the purpose of our episode today. Well,
0: and I appreciate you bringing that up because <clears throat> I look at it like um I always tell my kids or yeah, gosh, you know, I lost this wrestling match and it was tough and I should have won that match or whatever. They I tell them, man, you're putting rocks in your backpack, bro. Yeah. Those rocks don't belong there. I mean, if you're not taking them to the destination, they're not going to add value to wherever you're taking them. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. Right. And so I think we have regret. I think we have, um, you know, all these shame and uh, sorrow, all these failures and, and man, failures are just a good experiences. That's it. We just need to take those failures as learning lessons and experience and put those in our backpack. Because if we put those in our backpack, that way we're putting feathers back there. That's a feather in your cap. Yeah. Right. No kidding. The rocks are heavy. Yeah. So we have rocks from the world. We have pressures, obligations from the outside world that, that, that tell us what we need to be. And we can fight against that in our own minds. But the reality is we put more rocks in our backpacks than the world does. We, True. We got theirs and we got ours. Yeah. Frick, dude. Your legs got to be like He-Man. You Don't know what you? I mean? Yeah. So the world the world does put a lot of pressure on us. And it, the, the one thing that they're... Anxious to teach us or tell us what to do. And that's one thing with my boys is, you know what? If you're not teaching your kids or teaching, by example, those around you, right, that matter most, the world's anxious to teach them.
1: No kidding. But, Jumping at the bit. Yeah.
0: But the, the world's also anxious to teach us, so we need to decide Yeah, um, which direction we're going. So I used to always tell the kids, hey, when you're following the masses— the M is silent, so be careful. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't follow lead, man. Lead. Right? Be you. Yeah. So, um, and then as we talk about Neck Nation and this, this story about being wounded, <clears throat> I don't care where you're at in your life. Everybody's at a different spot. We can judge. We can point. We can try to figure out. We can label. I think everybody was born with a labeler. We'll label that label that guy Neck or that guy this or that guy that. But let's label ourselves, man. Yeah. That labeler only goes one way, right? Yeah. Well, oh, Austin, he's a he's he's evil, Knievel. ain't crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. We get labeled, and my kids, you know, as they were growing up, they would feel bad. Oh, so and so labeled me this or said this or whatever that made me feel bad. And I said, that's so good. And they said, why? Well, I said, man, if they ain't talking, they ain't going fast enough. Yeah. No matter what, they're going to talk. So let's give them a show. Yeah. Right. Everyone's going to talk. So that means you're on the right track.
1: We're on the right track. We mother.
0: need to forget about all that noise, man, and pay attention to the within because we're going to heal within but we're also going to build within right and so i think that's what we want to do that's the power we're going to deliver give some suggestions some ideas some inspiration some hope to help heal from the inside out i love it right hey we need it yeah we we're not talking to neck nation we're We're part of neck nation we are neck nation yeah right so um and no matter where you're at and i mean if you've gone through these storms and this and that you count yourself lucky number 1 but keep growing keep building because the things that we've been through Austin and you know this from experience you're in a dark 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 space and you think man how am i even worth going from here to there yeah the reality is those people that have more bumps and more bruises and and more sorrows that they've traveled through and journeyed through they are the ones that can get eye level And emotionally connect, and they will be the key that unlocks someone else's prison, right? Yeah. And I've realized if you just treat everybody you meet on the street like they are in the darkest place of their whole life, like they are in despair, even though they go, I'm all right. Yeah. If you treat them like they're in the darkest place, you know, the darkest side of the moon or whatever. Yeah. 90% of the time, you're right. Yeah. Isn't that sad?
1: Isn't that, yeah, that is, that's terrible. Yeah.
0: So we need to get out and, and, and spread some hope, spread some hope and get some inspiration. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's powerful. And I think. And that's why we invite everybody, man, every walk of life, yeah. all hands on deck. You ever seen, um, you know, that that pay it forward show and, and one person can make a difference. And one person. You think about it. Are they worth it? Yeah, they're worth it. Can can you help? Yeah, you can help. Everybody yeah. has. I mean, you can get in where you fit in. It don't matter where it is. There's a need for it. Yeah. Let's let's help. Let's do it. Because you're not truly successful unless you're helping someone else become successful.
1: You know what? I love that. there there's As we talk about healing and we talk about helping other people become successful to find our own success, you also find your own healing, right? Yeah. For whatever reason, if you've got problems, issues, or, or whatever it is that you're going through, if all you're focusing on is your problems and your issues, they don't seem to go away. Yeah. But if you can help other people solve their problems and your issues – for whatever reason, and this has been my experience, I'm sure it's been your experience as well, that your problems and your issues, kind of they end up taking care of themselves. They they Um, they should help other people take care of theirs. So let's let's do this, Neck Nation. Let's help each other,
0: right? Let's create hope and inspiration for all those around us. There's power in it. There's power in helping people. Yeah. Sometimes when you go to do service, guess what? You get more out of it than the person you're serving. Yeah, yep, I believe that. and and, And if we realize that, I mean, that's obviously not the reason you want to do it, but... It's a double-sided contract, even though you don't think it is. Yeah. So the reality is, guys, is we are bleeding on people that didn't even cut us. We need healing. Yeah. Right? Like it or not, I'm going to say it. We need a nut up, and we need healing. I do, too. Yeah, right? me, too. So All I'm, of us. I'm not immune to it. Um, so, Austin, in, in interest of time, um, I think we've done a good job explaining Neck Roots. Yeah. Neck Nation. Where we're going, man, I got a poem that I would like to read. I know, I mean, you know, this is raw. We get in here and we just talk and we have conversation. There's no script. We're just ripping and running and where it goes, it goes. Yeah. But I don't want to read anything, but this is uh, something that goes along with it. I think it's powerful and I'd I'd like to read it. Okay, let's hear it. But I'm getting old, bro. So I got to put my cheaters on. Put your cheater readers
1: on. There you go.
0: I want you to listen to the words here. So, Negation. It applies to everybody. I don't. No matter. No matter where you're at, it it applies to you, right? And you and, and it's powerful. So, and it's called the oak tree. <clears throat> A mighty wind blew night and day. It stole the oak tree's leaves away, then snapped its boughs and pulled its bark until the oak was tired and sark. But still, the oak tree held its ground while other trees fell all around. The weary wind gave up and spoke. How can you still be standing, oak? The oak tree said, I know that you can break each branch of mine in two and carry every leaf away, shake my limbs and make me sway. But I have roots stretched in the earth, growing stronger since my birth. You'll never touch them, for you see, they are the deepest part of me. Until today, I wasn't sure of just how much I could endure. But now I've found with thanks to you I'm stronger than I ever knew. So I mean it's all about roots. Yeah. Right? And the interesting thing is, what sticks out to me, Austin, is what we just talked about. The wind is the world. It is. Yeah. Right?
1: And the world is gonna put pressure on us. The world is gonna is gonna try and manipulate us. It's gonna try and tell us how to think and how to how to act, right? Yep. And we're going
0: to need those roots Sink to them keep deep. us grounded. Sink them deep. And the oak tree right here, you know what he said? Thanks. Try again. I'll decide. Right? Yeah. And because I've been through it, Austin, you know I wear a, this is this is the oak tree. Right? These are my That's roots. That's right. Yeah. I keep them close to my heart just to remember and vow to never forget. I'm going to be who I am, whether the world likes it, loves it, leaves it, shoves it. I don't care. Right?
1: Yo. Know, awesome. So, what a great message for Neck Nation. So, Neck Nation, if you like this message, if you love being plugged into the Neck Nation power station, um, like this video and subscribe to the podcast. The more you like it and the more subscribers we have, the more people we can reach and the more people we can help sink their roots deep, right? Sink your roots deep, Neck Nation. Um, But for now, bless up. Bless up, Neck Nation. We're out. Let's go.